Hello and welcome back to the Strawberry Field Imagine More podcast. I'm Karen Carter and this is our Christmas special. People from all over the world are involved in Strawberry Field in many different ways and our readings today about the very first Christmas will reflect that. There'll also be memories of Christmas in the Strawberry Field Children's Home. Hazel Wilson was just two years old when she first arrived on site, and her words paint a picture of what it was like to grow up here. Reflections about this very special time of year, and of course, music from a Salvation Army band, completes the lineup. And so without further ado, let's hear some familiar words to start us off on the journey towards Christmas. Our reader is Alistair, a major in the Salvation Army and Strawberry Fields Mission Development Officer. Originally from South Africa, Alistair will first read the passage in English and then in Afrikaans. At that time, the Roman Emperor Augustus decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. This was the first census taken when Quirinius was governor of Syria. All returned to their own ancestral towns to register for the census. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancient home. He travelled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee. He took with him Mary, to whom he was engaged, who was now expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger, because there was no lodging available for them. Dit het gebeur in daardie daar, dat daar ook een bevel uitgegaan het van Keizer Augustus, dat al die lande in sy reik opgeskryf moes word. Hier die eerste census het plaas gevind, toe Corinius geheers het oor Syrie, en allemaal het gegaan, elkeen om sy stad gergesreed te word. Joseph het ook opgegaan vanaf die stad Nazaret, in die Galeel, na die stad van David in Jude wat beid legem genoem word, omdat hy van die huis en geslag van David was. Om om daar te laat registreer, saam met Miriam, sy bruid, wat zwanger was. Dit was so, dat terwijl hulle daar was, die tyd vervul is, dat sy geboorte moes gee, en sy het geboorte gegee aan haar eersgebore seen, en om in doeken toegedraai, en om in een krip neergele, omdat daar vir hulle geen plek was, om een oor te blijnie.
That, of course, was In the Bleak Midwinter, a beautiful carol beautifully played by the Liverpool Walton Salvation Army Band. What can I give him, poor as I am? If I were a shepherd, I would give a lamb. If I were a wise man, I would do my part. But what I can, I give him. Give him my heart. Someone who would have heard and known that carol very well was Hazel Wilson. Listen now to her words about life as a child at Christmas time in Strawberry Field. My first meeting with the Salvation Army was when I was taken to Strawberry Field during the war with my sister June. I was just two years old. June was 15 months older. We spent almost 10 happy years living there, and though the war was on, I don't think we ever went short of anything. The grounds of the home seemed vast to small children, and I remember the meadows and fields where we could play in complete safety. Christmases were always magical. We'd start before Christmas by having a half day at school and then being taken Christmas shopping in the city centre. One evening we would go to an army eventide home to sing carols to the elderly residents. Then we'd sit and chat to them. They always looked forward to our visit. Another night we did the same at Stone House, which was a local student's accommodation. And we always came away with presents. By then we knew Christmas wasn't far away. We slept in dormitories. Ours was on the first floor and right next door to the matron's bedroom. And on Christmas morning, we'd wake to the sound of carol singing. As the older girls woke up, they would all congregate on the landing and sing carols to Major Simpson and we would all gradually join them. After breakfast, we would all get together in the common room and sit on the floor waiting for Father Christmas to arrive. He'd come and distribute the gifts. We were so lucky. Later in the morning, the band would arrive and play carols around the Christmas tree and we would all be there in the hall to sing. The band has always been very important to me. Christmas Day was the quieter of the two. We'd be given our presents so that we had the whole day to play with new dolls or games or read books. Whereas Boxing Day was more boisterous, with even more presents. We were given so much. During the afternoon, the officers would put on a pantomime, where they all took part and dressed up. That was party day. We all knew the real meaning of Christmas and of God's love to each one of us. And that's never left me. I can honestly say the army not only changed my life, but actually gave me a life worth living. A life full of God's love. The things that happened at Strawberry Field, the gardening, the singing and music, the band, all the teachings have never left me. I thank God. Thanks so much to Hazel for those amazing memories of times gone by. Our next reading centres on the moment when the angel appears to the shepherds to tell them not to be afraid. Jess, who will be reading for us, is from Honduras, but lives very near to Strawberry Field now and often calls in with her toddler son, Anthony Matthew, 
And in fact, you may well hear Anthony Matthew at some stage in these readings. Jess will read in English and then in a native Spanish. Luke chapter 2 verses 8 to 12. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Ahora escucharemos la lectura en español. Lucas 2, versículos del 8 al 12. Había en la misma comarca unos pastores que dormían al raso y vigilaban por turno durante la noche su rebaño. Se les presentó el ángel del Señor y la gloria del Señor los envolvió en su luz y se llenaron de temor. El ángel les dijo, no temáis, pues anuncio una gran alegría que lo será para todo el pueblo. Os ha nacido hoy en la ciudad de David un Salvador, que es el Cristo Señor. Y esto os servirá de señal. Encontraréis un niño envuelto en pañales y acostado en un pesebre. Walton Salvation Army Band brought us the glorious Carol of the Bells, and it's with that sense of celebration ringing in our ears that we now take a moment to pause and reflect. I think back to what Hazel has told us of what life was like as a resident of the children's home. She came back to visit us as an adult, and something very special happened as a result. We were taking a walk through our visitor exhibition, and that brings together the history of Strawberry Field and the Salvation Army, with the early years of local lad John Lennon and his links with the site, as well as detailing the later writing and recording of Strawberry Fields Forever. One of the large photos on the wall shows a group of little girls clustered around a young Salvation Army officer who is reading to them. Hazel stopped in front of it. Wow, I didn't think I'd see that. That's me, she said. 
and she pointed to one of the youngsters with a bow in her hair. Did you know it's the only photo I have of myself as a child? And now there it is, featured as part of Strawberry Fields history. Hazel's personal story, part of something much bigger. Her past and her present came together on that day to be shared with many others in the future. Well, these days, it's almost impossible to imagine having just one photo to reflect an entire childhood, isn't it? But it made me think, what might that mean for me? What does that mean for us? That our past and our present and our future may be brought together to be part of something much bigger this Christmas. So let's stop now for a moment and imagine Christmas differently. Be still. Turn away from the cares of the day and give yourself to these moments of calm. Breathe slowly and deeply. Breathe in stillness. Breathe out worry. Now imagine Christmas peace in your heart, in your home, in your family and community, and in our world. Amen. Our final reading comes from Jack, one of our wonderful trainees who was with us as part of the Steps at Strawberry Field programme. Steps to Work is specially tailored for young people in Liverpool with learning difficulties or other barriers to employment to achieve their goals. Jack is a great performer and he does this reading with great aplomb. He tells us what the shepherds did when the whole heavenly host of angels told them about the birth of Jesus. Suddenly a large group of angels from heaven also appeared and they were praising God. They said, May glory be given to God in the highest heaven and may peace be given those who is pleased with on earth. The angels were left and went into heaven the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see the thing that has happened which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby. The baby was lying in the manger. Thank you so much, Jack. You were brilliant. What a star. I couldn't possibly follow that, so I'm not going to. I'm just going to say thanks to Alistair, to Jess, to Hazel, and of course, to you for listening. Please do subscribe to the Imagine More podcast so that we can bring you lots more news and views next year. So until then, have a great, 
blessed and happy Christmas. And we look forward to seeing you in 2022. Good tidings we bring to you and your King. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.